John Cena. You will not deprive me of my opportunities to shit on John Cena. You, sir, will not. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead on, Mr. Businessman. You can't dress like me. Whether described by facts are interrupted by quotes, cease the bullshit with live votes, just like Watts puts the juice hey, to what's good, folks? It's your boy, the Bowman 12L, and you are once again, or for the first time, listening to the 48th, 53rd edition of the Slam Bros Show. As always, I'm joined by my, mill, my main man, Illawasi. Illa, what's good? It's all good, family. What's happening in Slam Bros land? What's the deal, good people? How let your folk? Let's get cracking, my dude. What's good in Texas? Man, um, the weather. That's the main thing. Although, you know, I'm in Houston, so we experience like all the seasons in the course of a day. <laughs> you know, you wake you wake up starting one way, go to sleep another. Man, that sounds like some uh hyperbolic time tramer type of like weather patterns. Uh yo, hopefully your shovel has not rusted in the Houston atmosphere. Alright, let's dig in the dirt. Time to play the game. Time to play the game! <laughs> this week, they posted the Lucha Underground Season 4 trailer, and it looks amazing. Now, I've seen it. Ella, you haven't seen it yet, have you? I really have not. Alright, so what we're going to do is we're going to watch this Lucha Underground Season 4 trailer together, and Ella's going to... At his live commentary on top of what we've witnessed. <laughs> Yo, you always, you know, you always show Lucha uh, love. So <clears throat> I'm real interested to see what happens with this. Let's 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 watch this new trailer and see what goes down. This is Lucha Underground season four. This is Lucha Underground season four. It's the extended trailer. Uh, let's see what's going down in the temple. Got that nice face from El Rey. Logan. Yo, that the production values on this is alright. Got some some Batman, Dark Knight. Oh, and then we got the, is this the Lucha Underground logo? Like the bat signal? Okay. Yeah, that's the logo. A little atmospheric. And we got the Mexican. Oh, oh, it is, I guess it makes sense. Bane is a luchador, and that looks like Bane. And this Indiana Jones going to get Bane. For the Batman fans, Bane is a luchador Batman villain. Is that like a big, thick cornrow? Yo, what's up with Shorty Slytherin on the ground like that? So they're doing some Alice in Wonderland 
shit. And a little Electro Power Ranger. This he's from the future. He's from the future. This trailer has been yeah. all over the place so far. So he's like um, the he's like Tron Luke to Tron. The gods are already too strong, Cuerno. The gauntlet, the little Great. Infinity War action. It really was, my guess. And then, yes. Wow. So they do actually have a gauntlet. They're straight. They have a gauntlet. Yeah. What is this, Flash Dance? I like this trailer though, yo. Uh, what's my man with the abs? From, uh... Johnny something. Yeah, that's Johnny Mundo, yep. Lucha okay, you may be right. I may have been sleeping on Lucha Underground. <laughs> because this shit... <laughs> this shit is crazy. Who is this dude? That's Dario Cueto. Yo, this trailer is better than some episodes of Raw. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm Slam Bros. I swear for loud. I swear for loud. <laughs> Your main man, Big Illawasi, is, is going to have to go back and really get up on Lucha Underground. Had you shown me a trailer like this before? Cause that shit was bonkers. <laughs> you got Lucitron, you got Bane. They had an Infinity Gauntlet, some kind of Alice in Wonderland shit going on. I mean, yo, that Slam Bros. Like, just go check out Lucha Underground. Uh, we're gonna have to post a. You're gonna have to check the link in the uh, the comments or on the Twitters. But yeah, you got to peep this. Uh, also, remember uh, Lucha Underground seasons. One and two are currently on Netflix. So, easily accessible. And uh, season three is available for digital purchase. And will probably show up on Netflix sometime in the near future. But uh, season four is dropping June 13th. So, get ready. Doors of the temple are opening once again. Alright. Uh, we have... Uh, reported injury. Charlotte Flair is expected to miss some time, take some surgery. Uh, she apparently has a ruptured uh, breast implant that needs to be repaired. And um, this isn't a new injury, apparently. We got reports today says that she's been wrestling with this injury since before Mania. So she wrestled through Mania so she could have her match with Asuka. And then she had to wrestle through Backlash so she could drop the title to Carmilla. <laughs> Yo, this is this is serious business, but it is something something so hilarious about Shorty having to wrestle with like a ruptured breast implant. Cause it's like it's not your hammy. It's not, you know, it's not your quad. It's it's a it's a droopy tit. Oh my god! But you know, respect to Charlotte for powering through, because who knows what kind of damage was going internal, going on internally, as she's wrestling with this. But man, 
that's still on the surface funny as fuck. So yeah, she's still on the um European tour too. You know the the traditional European tour after WrestleMania. Yeah, she's wrestling through that as well. So she's going to get the surgery in Europe, overseas somewhere. No, I think they're gonna bring her back to the state side, and then she's gonna get the surgery. Wait, but you said- what this means for Money in the Bank? Don't know. Because you remember, she just qualified for the Money in the Bank match. But you said she's had this before. So she's... No, she's she's been wrestling. Uh, when it was re- first reported this week, it was like... Okay, hey, was I thought she thing. was just getting these faulty titties all the time. Like, no. Oh, my goodness. No. Uh, she's been working hard, you know. It's like, I don't even know. You know, you know like, uh, you know, basketball teams and football players don't have like a hernia. Like, try and hide that. Yeah, I don't know if those these uh you know cottonell soft dudes could wrestle with a ruptured titty. <laughs> like I don't know. It's like coach, I can't go in the game. My 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 boob. It's not you know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so you got to respect Charlotte for going through with it, putting in work, doing what he do, dropping that title to um what does Carmella call Carmella call herself the the queen of the what? I don't even know. Like she's, I Carmilla doesn't really have a name that kind of rolls off the tongue when you have like these puns and these little alliteration games, like the Brellabration. No, it's it's the Melabration. Oh no 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 the Melabration. But you no, know, she was a Satin Island princess. That's what she was before. Is now she's a Satin Island queen, and she's got the, the belt. Okay, yeah. I don't know. I like Carmilla. Her run is actually off to. A more auspicious beginning than um, I would have anticipated going in. Bro, she's doing, like, good heel work with that whole, like, just repeating things over and over again. Just being annoying as hell. Just being herself, but on 10. <laughs> on 10. But, then you know, she has some some uh, other work she's been doing, right? With your mans. So, yeah. Yo, moving on in the dirt sheets, Chris Jericho continues to do whatever the fuck he wants, all right? So, of course, he showed up at the greatest house show ever in uh, Saudi Arabia. And, uh, you know, he told people, like, ah, he was pretty much done with New Japan Pro Wrestling. That you know, he, he was done. We weren't going to see him again. And then, I guess, you know, that was the, the red herring. You know, Jericho was trying to lead us astray because... Of course, he showed up in New Japan and clocked Naito in the head, um, like with the ring bell, drew blood and everything. What got me is uh, Jericho was looking mad crazy too. He had like the the lucha mask, you know what I'm saying? He kind of had like the makeup around the eyes and his lips, looking like a crazy person, and it hit Naito with the ring bell. Code breaker, and I guess Jericho's gonna have another match in New Japan. Ella, what do you make of this? Jericho stays putting in work. He's he's created a, a nice business model for a pro wrestlers to follow as they get on in years. Coming, you know, and he's really extended his career. He's not just a typical old timer uh, making those guest appearances. The fact that he's able to foster these different relationships is a wonderful thing. So, you know, it's Jericho being Jericho, doing Jericho things. You got to love it. Yo, I think um, 
like the t- the t-shirts he's selling for New Japan, they get sent uh excuse me, I think sold directly from Hot Topic, so he's getting that money, like all that money. Like there's no middleman. Well, there's Hot Topic, but there's no WWE taking a, you know, that shirt money. So I mean, Jericho's getting like three different paychecks right now. You know what? No, he's getting more than three different checks. He's got his band. You know what I'm saying? Got those WWE royalties. Got those New Japan royalties. Got the t-shirts coming in. And he's got his damn wrestling crews. Like, you know? Jericho don't need to be working. Jericho stays doing Jericho things. (laughs) Reinventing the game. Like, all the time. All right, yeah. Oh, so uh, this is a treat for you. Uh, we weren't originally going to post this, but then Illa said, no, sir, no. You're not taking my opportunity to say hashtag fuck John Cena. Hashtag fuck John Cena. <laughs> John Cena. Update. You will not deprive me of my opportunities to shit on John Cena. You, sir, will not. <laughs> so... We have a triple threat of John Cena content coming up. You know. Take away. First one. You know, he kicked out of that wedding with the Bella. Uh, he's broken up. But body net. They have a rumor that says that John Cena is allegedly dating a member of the Total Divas cast. Alright. The rumor just says entertainer slash actor. All right. Said that John Cena is on the rebound extremely quickly. All right. All their websites are speculating that it's Camilla. But it's just speculation. And it's just as you see Bodyslam.net is the only one reporting on this. Ella, what do you make of this? I mean, I'm proud of Heel Cena for kicking out of that wedding. Even though they're saying, I guess it was Nikki who uh, did the kick out. But, you know, John Cena handled like a champ. Easily moved on to slide into the DMs, or I guess slide into the ring of another uh, WWE diva. Although, isn't the rumor that Nikki Bella still crashing his crib? So we are continuing going on with this John Cena segment. So now we got Us Weekly, all right. Um, in the dirt sheets now, they're saying that hey, Nikki Bella's been living with Brie Bella. At their house. But. Scandal. She's still spending nights. With John Cena. At his apartment. What? A source tells us sleekly. At this point. It really seems like a scam. And more of marketing. To get more publicity. For their wedding. To make it a bigger to do. Because people don't give a fuck about them. In general. Like beyond, um, you know, the wrestling circle does, and then the kind of gossip rag tabloidish, like it's something, you know, oh, wait, it's a slow news day, but uh-huh, uh-huh. so it just seems like a way to gin up publicity for their actual wedding when they get back together. But I mean, if he's able to get him some other, you know, WWE diva tail in the meantime, well, be a dog, do what you do, heel Cena, you know. So now, now, my thing is, uh, heel Cena. He did have a popular segment on the, the, the Bella's YouTube page where he was an auto blogger and he talked about his extensive love of cars and his car collection. And um, strange enough, Illa, have you ever seen one of his car videos? I have not, and I don't 
necessarily think I want to see him like orgasming all over some automobile. It just no, no, it's not for your boy. Like it's it's like it's like he's he's surprisingly he's, he knows shit about cars. You know what I'm saying? He got that's why he got in trouble with that Ford GT. Like he had that. All right, whatever. Boom. So I'm like, yo, he's he's clearly not doing it anymore, right? They broken up. But our triple threat of John Cena. This story continues. On the other side of the spectrum, we got People Magazine saying that uh, the Nikki Bella and John Cena nonstop wedding uh, publicity is what drove him away. That the wedding was supposed to be this small, intimate affair, but then it continued to grow bigger and bigger, and then it was going to be televised, and John Cena got scared. Because he's had commitment issues before. And he was the one to kick out at two. A source says. Always, it's always one source. Like, who's these snitch-ass friends? Like, they ain't good, good friends. <coughs> well, I mean, you know. Hashtag fuck John Cena wasn't living right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. The same source speculates... That, you know, they'll probably get back together. Hence, it's marketing. A stunt. Mm. Okay. Alright. This is, this is, we got, we got, uh, last week, John Cena news. Our heel silly news. Um, who knows what's going on? He's over here, like, doing deadlifts in a Darth Vader math. Mass. I don't even know. It just seems highly ineffective. But you know what's not ineffective? You know? Who who's always living his life at eleven? Who keep things interesting and spicy every damn day of the week? Ah oh, shit. Once you said spicy. That blatant racist overtone. It must be Alberto. Yes, he's back on it. Las Aventuras de Alberto Albertron is Susan Mabos. When we last left our hero, he was busy getting fired from his job. Once again, but ever the optimist always sees redemption around the corner because that is the American way. Our boy Alberto has a new milestone in his life as he has finally become an American citizen, claiming to have passed the citizenship exam with flying colors and scoring a perfect on the test. All right, Illa, Alberto El Patron is now one of our American brothers. What do you make of this? Congratulations, El Patron. Welcome to the United States where our Presidente El Chito will seek to deport you. So, <laughs> because he doesn't care that you're a U.S. citizen. He's going to find a way. Oh, no. Oh, you're a U.S. citizen? Yeah, but, you know, he's going to make some 
dumbass crack about Latino people and then try to find a way to get your ass deported. So, you know, grand opening, grand closing. But welcome to the party, son. Yeah, I find it's, it's an interesting time to... Um, I'll be curious. There's a lot of things I would like to ask Alberto about, you know... <laughs> as we well documented on this podcast series and this telenovela series as well. But the, the, the climate that we are here in America right now, I would be um, curious to know, you know, Alberto, he's a man of his pride. That's his pride is the reason why we're all here right now. Okay. And all smarter when he smacked that dude and left the WWE because of his pride, uh, his perspective on what it means to be an American now from his perspective and from uh, his cultural background, you know, what he feels that he can bring to this this uh, melting pot and what the citizenship means to him in, you know, 2018, given, you know, the fuck shit we got to deal with on a daily basis. So. Um, that's Alberto. <laughs> Raw. Boom. What happened on Raw? Oh. So we had a, a dope opening match. Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens. This was the setup qualifying match for the uh, Money in the Bank men's ladder match. So it's like the conspiracy against Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens is still running wild as they put him in against Braun Strowman. Ellie, do you like this match? Did you see this? Think it's a good choice to have Kevin Owens go out like a sucker to Braun Strowman. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I like Braun. I like Kevin. You know, and Kevin is doing great heel work. So I'm not sure. And I think he would actually be good in the Money in the Bank. But with a lot of the when when there are these matches of people you actually kind of like on both sides of the spectrum, um, I always wonder what they're gonna do with the loser. Like, are they going to come into it, or are they going to... Do they have bigger singles plans for them? <clears throat> right, yeah. I mean, Braun really is like a baby face now. He's just kind of just ended up that way. And baby face money in the bank winners, unless they are, like, fighting for, like, oh, I'm going to cash in on this specific pay-per-view, haven't been as interesting. Because, you know, the heels are always waiting in the shadows. And that's not really a, a baby face thing to do, you know, wait in the shadows to, you know, get that one up on somebody. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I like when they're doing the qualifying matches, I think it's a good way of adding a little hype and a little build and stretching out things. But um, it's just kind of like, how are they going to progress the actual stories forward? That's the main thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, Baron Corbin and the revival to defeated No Way Jose and Titus Worldwide. Yo, where's Tazawa? Wasn't he the first member of Titus Worldwide? He was Akira Tazawa, but isn't he doing his thing on um, 205 Live, which I don't even know if it still exists. In fact, it does exist, and apparently it's gotten a lot better. <coughs> uh, apparently, Road Dog and Triple H are in charge of that show, and it's more in tune with the Cruiserweight Classic. You're right. I do remember Cedric Alexander winning, but I'm not, as I've watched Raw and SmackDown, I don't remember being peppered with all that 
205 Live nonsense. So I guess without Enzo, without Neville, it's kind of, eh, whatever. Nah, it's, it's just, it's still like an awkward lot. Also, there's a lot of shit to watch, yo. Um, Sometimes something's got to get the cut. In 205. So, but I'm going to say, Dana Brooks, get out there, do some, your stat work, whatever. Add another loss to the column. Figure out what's going on. Um, I do like Titus Worldwide. Like, I want them to get a win. Um... I think Dana Brooke is hilarious um, in her suits, too. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, Apollo, he smiles. <laughs> That's apparently all he does. He, he smiles and takes ass whoopings. That's what Apollo Crews does. That's what Apollo Crews has done since he's gotten into WWE. He smiled a lot and taken ass whoopings. Right, you know, but like I feel like Titus is a man no. that has earned at least some type of run. No, you know, Titus. Yeah, Titus. <laughs> Titus is the Titus is the embodiment of had a spark when you started, but now you're just garbage, and that's what it is. He had that spark, and now he's just garbage. I mean, the and you know he's just a buffoon. It's just like I tweeted. When he tripped and fell under the ring, which we haven't discussed, <laughs> running down at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Oh, the greatest house show. <laughs> yes. Titus had a spark when he started. They was high on Titus. Then they teamed him with Darren Young, and then it just fizzled out from there. And they still tried to give him burn. And then he, like, he tried to be polite to a woman, and, of course, that doesn't fly in WWE, so he got suspended. Yo, they they took the loss. Corbin, uh, whatever. Uh, Amber Moon defeated Sasha Banks and Ruby Riot. Um, the thing I was thinking about Sasha Banks is, I was like, damn, Carmella has more successful title defenses than Sasha Banks, four-time women's champion. Yep. Sasha's on that road to Titus World. She had a spark. The fans still love her. She can, she can, of course, she's doing way better than Titus. And she can step out of it if they start booking her better. But, you know, she's a team player, obviously. I mean, she did kind of end uh, Paige's career. So there is that. But Sasha is somebody who's still liked by the fans. She still gets that love. But the WWE company, just the corporate machine, is is just slowly but surely draining her life. She is no Charlotte. I'm trying to. Oh my goodness. Um. Yeah, she's not Charlotte, but I, I, she's got it for time eventually. But we got uh, Ember Moon. She's new to hotness. Can't do with that eclipse. You know, don't look at it directly without <coughs> special glasses. Now she's in that money bank ladder match. So, should be fun, you know? Like, you know, her contacts still freak me out a little bit, but I, I think she, she'll she be a good get for that, that ladies' match. Also, uh, I wanted to joke that there was, it wasn't anything to see here because it was an interview with Bobby Lashley, and um, what could be more interesting than Bobby Lashley? Bro, how is this man so boring? 
Dude, you knew that when you saw the headband. Like the headband is there to make him interesting. That's what it's there for. Not to ca- you know, not to catch sweat for any other human being. No, we I don't know where this man's been for ten years. You know where this man's been for ten years. I don't know what he's been doing. All right. Apparently, he's been wrestling somewhere between his MMA matches. But one of the I don't know. I'm still investigating this uh, alleged promotion he may have worked for. She had to go somewhere. But, damn. Like, my nigga. How you gonna have a vertical suplex as a finishing move? (laughs) Nobody's gonna be like, yo. You know what I'm waiting for? That delayed vertical suplex. That's that's, that's gonna get him. You know? Got your stunners, your rock bottoms, your, your curve stomps. Your, your muscle busters, you know, even goddamn, like, even a zigzag's better than a delayed vertical suplex, all right? This man's finisher right now is a delayed vertical suplex. I guess he can't spear anybody anymore because they had too many people using spears. So they probably told him, hey, don't spear anybody. Give him something else. And they sat down and they had him talk about his sisters? How his sisters like beat him with the broom? Like, they're hustling backwards. And the funniest line to me in that whole video package was that he became a very popular superstar. I was like, oh, God. Oh, my God. He's done. They killed him. Get this man two headbands. Oh, no, that's someone's gimmick in NXT. That one guy had two headbands. Yeah. <laughs> Three headbands? Three. And what one headband he's wearing on his arm? I mean, his headband wears a headband. <laughs> so it's like, I don't, but that that video, that interview and that video, it just, like you just said, it made, it just did wonders to make Bobby Lashley even less interesting and milky toast. <clears throat> the thing is, if you want to make him this badass, then make him the badass. I remember his run, and I liked Lashley. It was cool. He had the Dominator. All right, great. But they never really, you know, Cena was in that spot, you know. And then um, I think Lesnar was off at the time. but Lesnar was gone. He quit. Yeah. He wanted to do football. So it was like, but they never really just built Leslie, uh, Leslie, Lashley in the way that they should have to really make him that dude. And that's the thing with with the hierarchy and the system in place at WWE. They don't do what they need to do. Like, Braun Strowman is that dude. Fuck Roman Reigns. But it's like they're so dead set on Roman Reigns, they're just going, we're going to rock with the human chest protector instead of what the fans are telling us. You know, so when, when, when Lashley was there, and, you know, he got some love. But it's like, unless they really just make him a badass and he does need a better finishing move than that damn delayed suplex, like, like, I don't know his sisters. Do I care? No. They got to do something better. Or soon enough, Bobby Lashley is going to be joining the AA squad with Titus Worldwide, Big Smiles Cruz, Dana, uh, Dana Brooke is there because I guess, you know, she may have had a trailer in her past life. So, I mean, uh-huh. WWE got to figure this out. Uh, they, uh, they like, yo, if, if he's... His Bellator mixed martial arts wrestler. It's pretty impressive. 15 and 2. 
That's pretty impressive. Make him a fighter. Damn vertical two suplex. Alright. Um hard body Jinder Mahal. Uh defeated Chad Gable. Chad Gable needs to level up again. He needs to get spicy. Alright. Uh that's what I need. I need I need Chad Gable spicy. Alright. He's not spicy right now. And that's why he's losing these matches. The hard body Mahal. Um did oh Dolphin Drew defeated Heath Slater and Rhino and did only Heath Slater acknowledge the 3MB connection? Well the audience did too, but like all the uh, the announcers refused to acknowledge the elephant in the room. Alright. It's, it's gotta happen. They're all on Raw. Hardbody, Drew, and Slater. 3MB. They'll be the new shield. Dog, you, All right? you, you really riding this 3MB. Uh, <laughs> you really just need to let that one go, son. Just <laughs> just let it go. <sighs> All right, but what, do you, what, do you, what do you think? Um, they're a good tag team. Finisher still looks dope. I think that's what's going to get him over. The, the Claymore to Zigzag, I mean, it's, it's, it's a dope tandem finisher. I think that um, with Ziggler and, like, the only way this really can work, because right now Drew had a good run in um, NXT. And now that he's on the main roster, cool, but now you've saddled him with Ziggler. So Drew had a star that was, you know, shooting across the, the, the night sky. And now you've got somebody hitching their wagon. And are they going to slowly drag him down? Or is he going to be strong enough to elevate them both? And I'm not sure. Because they've done so much damage to Ziggler over the years by not capitalizing, you know, having him take these L's and not really building him properly. And this dumb record scratch shit that they're doing. It creates an odd circumstance. You know, and I really see... uh, Unless they come up with something hot on some Rusev Day level fashion files type of shit, this is going nowhere fast. Drew needs to unhitch himself from Ziggler and just do his thing. All right, we had um, <laughs> we had Bobby Roode uh, defeated Elias, uh, so I guess they're even. They're even again. They got their wins back, so they'll probably. Try and settle the score at the pay per view because you know every every person has to fight someone five times. Um, Mojo Rawley was uh, defeated by Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins has really turned into like the dude, you know. This this man is getting like matches. Slow down, out of son. Everybody, slow down, son. He's he's getting there. I mean, he has to live down the Power Ranger shit. But he's getting there. I like his matches. Oh. He's he's definitely doing his thing. Um, Seth, again, he's more deserving of the focus than Roman Reigns. But WWE on WWE. Hashtag WWE Logic. Seth has been given some great matches. So hopefully uh, it continues to, they continue to elevate I mean, he got a decent match out of fucking Mojo Raleigh, Riley, Raleigh, whatever the fuck his name is. 
who came out there with that cornball Monday Night Raleigh. He should at least said Mojo Mondays. Like, what the fuck? Oh, man. Oh, man. Damn. You're right. <coughs> Mojo Mondays. <sighs> Yo, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, they did a the thing. They saw the tag champs. Uh, Finn Balor defeated Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns. Um, yo, Jinder Mahal, while we don't want to see him, but I guess he's going to be the new Roman Reigns distraction as he pull out Roman Reigns and cost him the match at the end. He, uh, you know, he got hit by Sammy and then Sammy, uh, capitalized, tried to capitalize, but then Finn Balor was able to hit the coup de grace and win the match and getting the money in the bank. So, uh, so it's funny. We've been shitting on Mr. Reigns all night as we customary do, but the new plan, Illa, apparently strategy backstage to get Roman over is to try and turn him into the new Daniel Bryan by positioning him to allegedly be getting screwed over by management to try and gain sympathy from the crowd. Illa, is this working? No. <laughs> Do you feel that Roman Reigns has been screwed over by management? Yes, and by himself. He doesn't have the charisma. And that's his big problem. Roman Reigns is actually a decent worker, but people just don't care. They have an opinion on this dude. And so because of that, it is what it is. Turn him the fuck heel. Not saying it's any better, but at least when they're booing him, it makes sense. Because this whole tweener thing that they're trying to do, this new age stone cold Steve Austin, it's not working. It's just not working. That way, when he comes out and they're all just booing him, he can get the reacts. Like, let him just do his thing. Have Roman go after Finn Balor. Have Roman go after Daniel Bryan. Have Roman, if you want to make Roman a badass, have him just get frustrated at all these people coming in getting all this love. And have his whole thing be, I wanted the love. I worked my ass off. The management, you know, backed me or whatever. Or they saw it. Whatever, you know, how he wants to play it. I come in. I, I work my ass off. And this happened to be the disgruntled fucking employee going postal. And now he just attacks everybody who's a fan favorite. I just go after everybody. Daniel Bryan, I have him on both shows. Just attacking people and beating their asses. That's how you build that dude up. Like, make everybody hate him. Just dig deep and just hate this bastard. That's what works. Because at this point, they've tried and they failed. It's it's over, son. Like, it's over, Prime. Like, WWE needs to throw in a towel, <laughs> go full heel, then have him just whooping everybody's ass. And not even in pursuit of the title. Just be like, fuck the titles. Right now, I'm just frustrated and I want to kick ass. And then later, you know, have a, have a good feud, go after a title and cheat like a mother, like blatantly cheat and win a title. Then he have his run. They can do whatever the fuck from there. All right, so let me ask you this. Because a lot of uh, a lot of people take on the Roman Reigns debate, and you kind of handed out a heel strategy there. A lot of here, a, a lot of different people, they argue that uh, Roman, it's not, it's not Roman's a problem. The audience is a problem. Because the audience is not reacting to the product the way the E wants it. 
Correct. Um, but the audience is the problem. But the thing is, the audience is always a problem. However, they're trying to approach it in the way they approach John Cena. And who was that dude who got booze and cheers? But Roman Reigns is even more beyond that because Cena worked heel. That's how he got popular to begin with. So he had solid fans who knew what was going on, you know, that his his uh, vanilla iced rapper, they got behind it. And then he became this good guy. And that's what kind of lost him a lot because he just was this super Cena good guy. And that was a problem. But Cena actually had fans before the company got behind him. With this, well, I feel like with this, they feel like Cena was liked at one point. Like people wanted that, an that's 05, my, That's my point because he was a heel. He was, yeah. He came in and as a good guy, then he came heel, and he naturally turned. But that's the thing. So people naturally had love for him, dislike for him, whatever. Then the company got behind him because they were with Brock at first. That's who the company backed. And when Brock left, that opened up the space for Cena to come in and become who he became. So that's what it is. With with Roman from the jump, he's been who the company's back, and the people see it and they don't like it. But I'm like, see, that's I mean, you and I are in agreement, but I I don't understand like how some people are just like, hey, you're not enjoying the product because you know they're feeding you shit and and you're responding to it in kind. Uh, but it seems like, hey, people respond to Rusev Day, people respond to Seth Rollins, people respond to kevin and sammy and and not just like you know like oh we're just gonna cheer them but like they do good heel work but the roman thing is just like let's try this let's try that and that people argue that hey the shows aren't as good because the audience isn't responding in the way that they're theoretically supposed to respond but my my whole thing was like the wwe about like seven years ago made the audience a character a fictional character in their story right but yet they blatantly ignore the reactions of their audience and it makes for this big disconnect when um you're you're allowed as voices of delivery essentially our narrators the commentators are just point blank ignoring or lying about what is happening on the screen from a major character in the storyline, which is the audience. And another thing that gets me about this argument that like, Hey, the fans aren't respecting the product or, or ruining shows is that doesn't happen at ring of honor. It doesn't happen in Lucha underground. I know they can edit Lucha underground because it's taped. Doesn't happen in new Japan where you have these almost violent reactions to the product where they just disagree fundamentally with the storytelling. Like it, it, it's only happening to E and I don't think it's just because, Hey, they're the biggest. So they're going to attract the widest number of fans. But I think it's just, you know, the product and where it is right now. Cause it doesn't happen in NXT. It doesn't happen in their, like their UK brand. Why is it only happening on the main shows? Who knows? That's my question. All right. Let's get to SmackDown. Um, that hell happened on SmackDown. Oh yeah. We, we had, Another Money in the Bank qualifying match. The Miz defeated Jeff Hardy. Um, Miz was able to turn that Swan Tom attempt into a pin. And he won. So this is all um, 
I guess, you know, keeping the Miz away from Daniel Bryan for the long term. Not for not in the long term, but the short term. Um, SmackDown is coming to Tampa. It's coming to my market, I think, in June or July. And they already have TV ads for it. And they advertise Daniel Bryan versus The Miz as, as a match. So I don't know if that's going to be a dark match. Probably, right? Because this isn't a... You wouldn't want to just throw Daniel Bryan versus The Miz on some random SmackDown in Tampa, would you? I would not. I think it'd be a good match to see on pay-per-view. This match between Miz and Jeff Hardy was damn good. Yeah. Yeah. It was was good. So, like, that... uh, Miz is in there. I... You know, like, Miz is going to have good heel work. Especially in, like, you know, six people matches. Like, he's going to have good uh, heel work. Um, As we discussed earlier, Charlotte Flair, she... uh, Defeated Peyton Royce. <laughs> um, he's still working injury, and she's joining the women's match too. Yo, shout out to Peyton Royce and um her other Australian friend, whose name escapes me at the minute at the moment. Um, the Iconics are doing good heel work. They're just annoying. Uh, they're just also they're. Uh, did you see their match in NXT when they tried to beat Oscar? And the uh, the four way ladder match with Nikki Cross, Asuka, Peyton Royce, and why can't I remember what the phrase his name? Such a bad mark right now. But it was so funny because like the entire match, they just held hands, just trying to beat Asuka, and it was hilarious. <laughs> like they put her through the ring. No, they put her through the announcer table and they ran back to the ring to try and pin Nikki Cross holding hands. It was hilarious. Oh my just like like little character bits like that. Was, I miss that. They don't do that on the main shows. But um, you know, they got to come up and Charlotte put him in place. Um both AJ Styles and Nakamura said that they're not finished with each other. But Ella Am I wrong to say a lot of people are done with this fuse because of just how bad it's been booked? Um, I don't know if they're done with it, but we'll see what happens. I I mean, you have like AJ Styles and Nakamura. Uh, I I guess their match in New Japan from Wrestle Kingdom Nine really set expectations way higher than we could ever hope for a WWE main show match to try and fulfill because just the booking to these matches have just been goddamn horrendous at the at the greatest house show ever they wrestled to a double count out all right and at backlash they wrestled to another double count out again when they both kicked each other in the balls and were unable to answer a 10 count and a no DQ match I guess it's technically it's a TKO, right? Because they couldn't get up. But I was like, how do you get counted out in a no DQ match? Hashtag WWE logic. Also, how has AJ Styles not done the road dog thing and put a goddamn cup in there already? <laughs> That's going to be how one of them wins. 
That's how it's they gonna, gonna end. They're gonna have a, a, a cup when the nut shot goes, and he's gonna think he's gonna fake like he got hit. And, oh, I'm in pain. He's gonna be like, he's gonna pull out the cup. Yo, but it's been like <laughs> right, a big laugh for been... the audience, and then he turns it around. He's been he's been getting hit in the nuts since Mania, right? If every time you see a dude, he's either kicking you or punching you in the nuts. Like, how have you not like wised up? At all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, Cesaro defeated Xavier Woods in, in a nice little match. Um, yo, shout out to homie Xavier, who's once again proven all those haters that yo he's one of the he's one of the best workers on on the show too. You know, you remember we talked about it last year. How some people are like, oh, Xavier Woods should just retire and be a manager. Man, fuck out of here. You know? That's all I got to say to them. Took a mean uppercut, though. I think his lip was actually busted off that uppercut. Yeah, you might be right about that. But, so. Cesaro, um, Xavier Woods, they delivered again. I like the the how they've actually used Cesaro and Sheamus as they once that you know now that they come over to SmackDown, it's been really actually refreshing, um, and they get more mileage out of it than I thought. And you know, as the as the group, the bar they've gone much further than initially I would have initially thought. So yeah, yeah, it's been dope. Um, I'm curious to see how this is going to end because again, you know, they're tag team, so ultimately. The title belt's got to come into play at some point, and they're doing some kind of whack shit with the Bludgeon Brothers, you know, crushing toys and shit like that right now. Mm-hmm. And then, the, hey, hey, the Usos—they went to one of those uh, Toys R Us, got those toys on liquidation, bro. It didn't cost them nothing. <clears throat> the Usos have been um, relegated to the trash heap, for a lack of a better term. I mean, the Bludgeon Brothers have shown they can dominate them. So, who are they actually going to go up against? Is it going to be Sanity? I mean, how are they going to? You know, I think Sanity's coming to Raw. Nah, Sanity's on SmackDown. Oh, okay, so then maybe it's going to be Sanity that they're going to um, end up squabbing with. So that's what we got to figure out what's next for these guys. Because right now they're kind of doing, you know, the mid, the tag team mid-card circle as New Day and uh, The Bar kind of go round and round. And New Day hasn't held belts in a minute. So, I mean, they probably won't get back around to holding tag titles until a, a, another year has passed. So now is the time for these other groups to shine and, you know, grab that grab that uh that brass ring and run with it. Now there's speculation that Big E is in for a big singles push. Alright. Um, Why I only hope Hey, 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 hey. Look. I only hope that if Big E does get a singles push, they do not need to do the whole thing where they turn him heel. And break him up from uh, New Day. All right. <coughs> the merchandise is too strong. The YouTube videos are too high. I actually you know. hate that when they do that dumbness. I think that if you're a part of, you know, when you're going singles, just stay with your crew. Like, I hate when they would do that. Like, oh, we got to break up the group. No, stay with your crew. Stay with your tag team. Stay with whatever. Now, the thing with Big E, though, is. Can he stand alone? He started off as a singles dude, didn't quite work. 
So now that he has popularity with New Day, he has a following. But how, how, what would they push him as? And then he has the powerlifting type background. So is he like the new Mark Henry? You know, do they do some cornball sexy sexual chocolate thing again? I mean, he has charisma. He has function. He, you know, he has um, the tools, but he kind of has to have something effective to bounce off of. I, I think if he's if he stays with the new day, we'll see we'll see a lot. Because that's the thing, like, uh, what's gotten them over is them being themselves, you know? And uh, I I don't think a lot of people saw Big E as, like, the comedy man, you know? I guess they probably might have thought him as, like, the straight man. But come on. Him throwing pancakes from his singlet, you know? Him, like, getting hyped. Or coming up to, like, lay pancakes on the floor to use the stepping stones, you know? Um, I, I think, I think he can come. He's shown creativity, uh, but I don't think NXT gimmick will work. Do you remember the NXT gimmick when he's like, I'll beat you down so far. No, I'll beat you down so badly. You'll be down for a five count, not just a three count. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They might, they might maybe bring that a little back, you know, down for the five count. Uh, Mandy Rose defeated Becky Lynch with the most powerful move in wrestling. The roll-up, you know? <laughs> the roll-up and the schoolboy, always. Yeah, yeah, Those are the kryptonite to so many greats. Just just modifiers, you know? But, yo, what's up with Paige? I'm really not liking... Like, I understand, okay, Paige is a face now because she's GM and retired, so, of course, no one's going to boo her. But, like, her just... Like, hey... Like, I'm breaking up the friendship. No motivation at all. It's just, like, whack. It's like, Absolution's broken up. And then she's on SmackDown like, didn't you hear me? Absolution's broke up. You can't go to bring with her. So I was like, you can't be friends anymore. I'm like, I, I don't know why she's being just, like, a punk. Like, you, you're going to have reasons. At least, at least justify a reason. At least say, like, hey, you're barred from ringside because I taught you everything I know. And what I taught you was to cheat. All right. If she says something like that, boom, I'll roll with it. But now she just looks like she's being like bitter. You know, they broke up their friends and now she doesn't want them to be friends. You know. That's whack. Paige, stop being so whack. You know. It's messed up. But Becky Lynch still lost because she takes loses. She takes she takes those, man. She's got like watches on BOGO. <laughs> and then yo, yo. Rusev. Yo, Illa, explain to me this. Rusev got a win on Rusev Day? Rusev got a win on Rusev Day. Rusev Machka, Rusev such and such. Got a win on Rusev Day. And over Daniel Bryan, no doubt, to qualify for the Money in the Bank match. I'm hoping they're they're trying to really do a build with Rusev. Rusev did what he was supposed to do. And Rusev actually has gotten his own support. He, he's developed that groundswell that he needed. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you paint the match. I mean, it was kind of short. It was like only like, I think 10 minutes because it was the last match on the SmackDown. But both competitors look, they look competitive. 
which you want in a wrestling match, right? And then, like, the stuff they did earlier in the match paid off at the end. Daniel Bryan was working the hand and the wrist on Rusev early in the match, which prevented Rusev from locking an accolade, you know, at the end, right? Uh, which I thought was, oh, that's dope, you know? And, like, they, they didn't just work a random body part and then not factor into the finish. Like, it, it factored in. But I also liked how they kind of, uh, Daniel Bryan, they factored in, like, yo, maybe he's been working too hard since return. Uh, wrestled an hour plus and the greatest house show ever. And then, you know, he might have won against Big Cass, but he's still working injured because of the after attack and he's feeling those effects. And and Rusev's no chump. Kane wrestled me in a tank. That man's not a chump. And he's wrestling on Rusev Day. Bro, like, it's understandable if you take a loss. Um, and so, yeah, man, that was a good match. It was. Uh, we we who do you, so we have who do you have? We have Rusev and Miz, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor. So there's gonna be what two more from Raw and two more from SmackDown. Who do you think is gonna be in the Money in the Bank match for the men's? Who do I think is gonna be the what? Who do you think is gonna who who do you think are gonna be the final four competitors for the Money in the Bank match on the men's side? Oh shit! Rusev Day. Well, because it's because it's both of them. It's Braun and SmackDown. So mm-hmm. we've got Rusev. We, we got, got two from Raw. We got Rusev. We got Miz. Down. We've got Braun. Um, I'm thinking Samoa Joe. And no, Drew is on Raw. Drew, yep, he's on Raw. See, I was thinking, I'm thinking Drew or Ziggler. I'm thinking Drew. Um, because he's not in a feud with somebody. And who else is worth a damn? I guess no, Shunsuke's already. I was gonna say Shunsuke, but he's already in a feud. But I'm not sure, man. Cause I can't think of who's and who. Who do you who do you got? Um, I do not think Shelton Benjamin is gonna make it in the match. He did a cutoff promo saying that he was Mister Money in the Bank. Well, yo, Shelton's gonna be yeah. in it. Shelton's definitely gonna be you, in it. You think they're gonna put him in? Hell yeah. Shelton's not gonna come back and then not be in it. Hell yeah, no. You can't do Money in the Bank and you have Shelton Benjamin on deck. Yeah, he's in it. Um. I, I think for old times, that would be nice if he's in it. He's the most losingest money in the bank, motherfucker. Yeah, maybe, maybe hard body Mahal. Oh, you know what? It's not going to be hard body. It might be Chad Gable. So what's going to happen is Jinder Mahal is going to get his match to qualify for money in the bank, but Roman Reigns is going to get his revenge on Jinder Mahal, cost him the match. And then we're going to have Jinder Mahal versus Roman Reigns on the undercard as backlash. You know. What would be dope is they, like, that one remaining Singh brother gets in. It's not even Jinder. It's just the Singh brother. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, all right. So, it's Chad Gable. And I think you're right. It's either going to be Drew or Dolph. And I think it would be Drew because he's, I think, the leader. He's the Shawn Michaels to the Diesel right now. All right. On the SmackDown side, uh, Shelton Benjamin would be interesting. I don't think it's going to be Samoa Joe. I think Samoa Joe might end up choking out both AJ and Nakamura. And it's going to be another goddamn non-finish, but it's going to involve Samoa Joe this time. So I'm saying Big E, Big E, and Shelton Benjamin from SmackDown. I said. And then the ladies' side, we'll figure out the ladies' side on the next time, because it's six weeks till the pay per view. You know, uh, oh, they might they might fill it up by then. Uh, Sasha Banks isn't in there. Becky Lynch lost hers. Who's uh? Hmm. Mandy Rose is in there. Hmm. Bailey hasn't had a match. Bailey hasn't had a match yet. I almost forgot what Bailey looks like. Hashtag <coughs> my Bailey. Um, think she might get in there. Who else is in there? Alexa Bliss is apparently injured. Apparently so. Uh. Yo, what if you were the champion and you won Money to Bank? What happens? And of course, there's always Asuka. Oh, shit. Yeah, she's got to get in there. Yeah, Asuka. She's got to get in there. Yeah. I was about to say, what if Nia Jax enters the money, you know? So it's like you lose your championship and you and you already have a guaranteed, like, you know. Um, That would be the most WWE logic <laughs> maneuver. It's like you have a redo. You redo. It's like, yo, ref, yo, ref, yo, chill, chill, chill. Okay. So, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll figure this out. Yo, hit us up on Twitter at Slam Bros Pod. You can find us on at slam bros five you can find me the bowman on twitter at bowman one two l you can also find me on instagram at bowman one two l tell a friend to tell a friend like subscribe leave a comment when you leave comments uh more people see the podcast so if you like what you're hearing um just say hey i like what i'm hearing it can be that simple i'm hearing what i'm liking i like what i hear whatever uh illa where can the good people find you at at Illoyc on the Twitters, at YC the Champ in the Instagrammaticals. You can also, um, you know, go on Facebook, look up YC Space the Space Champ. Check out my art page where I'm always doing updates of art and illustration, paintings and whatnot. Follow that journey. Um, but definitely give me a shout out. You know, I always need Twitter followers because, uh, yeah, I guess that's the thing to do. You know what I'm saying? You know, holler at me. I love engaging and talking with the people. Holler at your mans. All right, so we'll catch y'all on the next time. Peace.